At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Just joining us, just the captain's ticket. 93.7. We was with Mike Booker. Mike Booker's got a lot of Mike Booker's got a lot of things going on. Um, I'm trying to get Shell Jackson on the phone. See if we can't get him, Rico. What do you call him, Shell Biggity? Yeah, Shell Shell Biggity. Why you call him that? Cause, cause he was big. So, I mean, <laughs> Sheldon is like six five. I mean, two forty five. That's that's a big boy. That's a, that is a pretty large human being. I mean, that's a that's a real big boy. So I like to I like to try to get Shell Biggity to you know to uh, get on and 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 talk about his time. Yeah. By the way, without further ado. Three-time national champ, uh, former Buffalo Bill, Sheldon Blair Jackson. How we doing, Junior? Sheldon, man, we doing good. We doing good. We doing good, man. Thank you for uh, on the show. How you doing, man? I'm excellent, man. You, you, you. It sounds like you're just getting off of the the, the truck. You're just getting out the truck. Just about, man. I, I got. Well, yeah, I did get off the truck. I uh, still, I'm not. I'm still an hour away from home, man. I got like 45 miles to get home. Oh dang! So we still trucking with Sheldon. We trucking with Sheldon today, y'all. <laughs> Sheldon, We're I just turned. Home. I'm not gonna get home and change the starter out of the truck, and then I can go to bed. Dang! You working on cars now too? Man, you got to. Uh, this is a lot of work I chose, man. I want to be in this in this game, man, and to a degree from all the older brothers that are driving trucks that. I've I had the privilege of talking to and getting knowledge from. A lot of them say that, you know, you, you can go a little further if you can do some of the work yourself. At least save a few dollars. Right. Instead of letting the, letting the mechanic eat it up. I, I, that's what I got to yeah. learn. Yeah. Well, but I, mean, I don't I, have the this, patience. This, the, starter, the starter is a personal vehicle, so I definitely do most of the work on my own vehicle if I can. Got you. Who's – when when you're out there on the road, you told us last time the worst place to pass a truck. And it's funny, you know, all the stuff that you told me I, I pay attention to, but the worst place to pass a truck is on the right side. Is that correct? Correct. That is correct. Give us yes, another safety tip besides the cell phone for for the drivers who are on their phone. And, by the way, I'm cognizant now because I was one of those guys that stayed on my phone while I was driving, and I try not to get on it. So, What's another safety tick uh, when you're out there trucking? Okay, uh, I'm glad you asked. I'm driving a newer model international day cab, right? So most of these new 
tractors now have you know, a lot of electronic components. So they're trying to make them just like your regular everyday uh, four-wheel. So if uh, I've had so many people, even if you put your blinkers on, don't when you pass that tractor, trailer, that 80,000-pound-plus vehicle, don't immediately cut them off <laughs> because the advanced uh, adaptive cruise control thing, man, that thing automatically slams the brakes on you. I don't even touch the mm. brakes. The truck slams the brakes electronically, and it may stop the truck. It may not stop the truck. So if you're going to pass a vehicle, pass a tractor trailer, I would give it at least two or three of your car links, at least two or three, maybe three, or whatever car you're driving, give that tractor trailer at least that amount of space to adjust to you crossing over and cutting them off to either from the left or for the right. Because if I hit you, yeah, you might be able to sue the company because they got deep pockets. You may be able to sue me. The truck driver, but you know what else may happen? You might be dead. Mm. You, you might not be able to sue anybody. Wherever you're trying to go, you might not get there. Oh wow! So give the truck driver, and I'm again. I remember the last time we were talking about this, and somebody chimed in. Well, truck drivers don't drive good either. If you think a truck driver doesn't drive good, that's more reason to give him or her more room, right? Right. Give give a truck driver. So, I mean, I was honestly, I said half a mile because it takes these trucks a long time to stop anyway. And I know I'm probably exaggerating a little bit with that half a mile, but better safe than sorry. Give a truck driver plenty of room before you cut them off. If if you are going to miss your exit, please just miss your exit and go to the next one. Because if truck drivers miss their exits, they got to say, "Oh well, you got to go down, you turn around, come back." And I, I remember one time I was in Colorado, I made a wrong turn, uh, Rashawn, and I had to backtrack 90 miles. Oh, my gosh. Wrong turn to Albuquerque. Wrong turn. But I was in, I was, no, I was in Washington State. I was, I was taking a trip up Mount Rainier the wrong way. Oh, dang. And a guy was coming down in one of those big uh, snow plow things. He was coming down, and he waved me down. He said, dude, where are you going? I said, I'm going up, Matt. I'm going over Matt right here. He said, no, you're not. He said, because if you go on down the other side, state troopers sitting there waiting on you. I wow. said, well, how do I turn around? He said, right behind me about a mile is a place that you got enough room to turn around. And I was able to do it. But I, I, was, I went 48 miles one way out, out of my way, and I turned around and go 48 back the way I came. Yeah, that, that was a costly mistake. I, I, I want to enter, entertain something real quick, Sheldon. On the Soder Heyman text line, 402-999-4620, I think I got this working because I haven't engaged the, the ticket listeners. But I got a, uh, a text that said, hearing rumors of Manning transfer. Anything behind that? Absolutely not. We got a three-headed monster at receiver, and we got backup. So there's no way that, that Manning's going anywhere. I don't know why he would ever leave the University of Nebraska for anywhere else. I just don't know why he would do that. So. Um, yeah, I don't think there's nothing to that. Manning will be a Husker until he leaves here. Sheldon, now we yes. talked about you driving trucks, you wanting to get into your own truck. Um, yes. Talk a little bit about that, why you want to get into your own truck. What are you trying to do? I'll tell you what, man. I'll try to keep this short. I know it's going to have a lot of time. Listen, and back in 2016, I was still a teacher and a coach at the time. 
my daughter was diagnosed with uh, meningitis, encephalitis, and she went to the hospital. And she was in the hospital for two weeks at Cook's Children's Hospital here in Fort Worth, Texas. And so for two weeks, my wife stayed with her every night, and I went in every night because my son was still in school, so I had to get him back into school and go to work at the same time. Well, it was the most helpless time of my life for any father who had a child in the hospital. It was the most helpless time because I, I show up and I see her. She can't see me. Her eyes are going in all different directions, and I couldn't do anything about it, right? So two weeks passes. I, I pray. Most High showed me. Our glorious creator showed me that he was going to take care of it, which he did with the help of those doctors at Cooks County. When, this, when we got the bill, <laughs> it was six figures, right? There was no way. I had nothing. I had insurance, but it wasn't covering six figures. And so we, we were blessed. Somebody came in, an organization stepped in. Well, I don't know who. It doesn't matter who. We had a fraction of that cost. And I say a fraction of a fraction we would have to pay. But somebody, some group stepped in and literally paid the bulk of that for us. So my wife and I decided that when we started a business, we were going to be a family or be a group or have a business that was going to do the exact same thing for other families with people who have those type of costs where insurance may not cover it all, but it doesn't matter because there's money available to help you out. And so I, I again, I, I coached for three more years, and then, I, and then I was like, you know what? I don't have enough. I don't have a tangible thing to leave for my children. Let me go start driving trucks. All right, this is what I want to do. So I'm three years into it now, just under three years, with viable, legitimate experience. Um, I've been pulling my bootstraps up, working hard. Everything I learned in Nebraska, everything I learned as a Husker has been paying off. I'm great at what I do. I just need a little more help. So what I'm looking for is a tractor, relatively new, so that I can get out here and run. Because my wife and I have determined that we're going to give money to Cook's County, Cook's, Ch Cook's Children's Hospital here in Fort Worth, and, and, and do for others what has been done for us. And I can't do it, or I should say I should say I can't. It's been very difficult doing it, working for other people. So I knew that my vision was to start a business. This is the business that I love because I drive a lot. I love getting these miles in, and it's a very lucrative industry. Everybody, anybody listening to me knows anything about transportation, knows about trucking, that it is hot, always is, always will be, will continue to be hot. And so in order for me to do that and, take, and to see that vision to the end, this is the industry in which I choose to be in to, to perform those goals and to handle that objective out and donate large sums, thousands of dollars in my mind, thousands upon thousands of dollars to make sure that I can help families out the way my family would help. Yeah, so basically Ticket Country, uh, looking for some some, some some partners in helping Sheldon uh, get this truck going. We're going to name the truck Big Red. We want it to be red. We want it to be big. And we want to be able to give a portion of whatever Sheldon makes back to different uh, organizations just to say thank you for, for looking out for him and his family in a time of need. I want to be able to give back. So, Sheldon, is there an email that the people can, can hit you up at if they want to try to help and, and become a partner? Sure, sure. I don't do social media. I've never, I don't, I'm not a big fan. You know this. I do have an email that I check uh, regularly. It's called uh, drift.com. Drift, as in the car going sideways. Drift transportation uh, at gmail.com. Okay, that's, that's drift, 
Transportation at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Drift. So, Colt Becker. Colt Becker texts this in. He says, VJ, my dad was a truck driver growing up all my life. He passed about a year and a half ago. Thank you for this. He's angry about traffic. So, I want to ask, ask you to talk about being away from your family. And, and so, <laughs> so people can appreciate what you do. Man. You know, because I think truck drivers get a bad rap. But without truck drivers, listen, we, we this, that'll take us back 100 years. I, I would agree. Um, everybody knows, and if you don't know, I'll be quick with it. Anything and everything that you can put on came on the truck. Anything that you can sleep on, anything you can sleep under, anything you can wipe your butt with came on the truck. Anything you put, anything you put in your stomach, anything you, any medication you use, anything you wear came on a truck. And when I first started, I think the longest time I've been away from home at one time was 45 days. My wife was like, nah, no more, not enough. I don't care how much money it is. You got to be home. My wife told me last week, no joke, it was last week because we're, we're making changes. She said, dude, when you were gone, I felt like a single parent. Like you were just coming home for conjugal visits. Like you were sending uh, wealth, like you were sending child support home. That's all. That's what it felt like while you were on the road. And I was like, you know, I didn't. I don't want you to be married to me to feel like that. And so I looked for an opportunity to work where I could be home every day, and I found it. I prayed for it. I asked my father for a position where I could be home every day, and I found it. The thing that sucks about it, which is still, this is okay, it's a trade-off. You don't make as much. When you're home every day behind the wheel of a rig, you don't make as much. Now, I haven't found the right gig. I'm sure there's some guys out there that can argue against that. But for me so far in my little experience, when you're home every day, you don't make as much. When you're gone, you make a little more. It's crazy that they reward the guys who are willing to be on the road longer, but the guys who got to be home, it's not as much. But the point is, when you're by yourself, I'm sorry, not by yourself, but when you're um, working for yourself, you can make a little better. Now, I'm home every day now, right? Now my wife is like, dude, that's enough. Let's go back on the road. Right, <laughs> that's enough. She had enough so of you. What's that? I said she had enough of you. Right. After 19 years of marriage, you know, it, you, you, when you're away, it still feels bad. But then again, when you're home every day, uh, she can find a reason for me to, you know, just, all right. Once you start kicking out that tent, honeydew, I'm like, all right, I got to go. So she did. We, we, we come to an agreement because we understand the potential when you have your own, when you're an owner-operator, when you're an independent, when you're calling your own shots, there is a trade-off because you do have to run a little bit. You know, you can be home every day, but you really want to maximize your earnings. You're going to have to, you know, run a triangular location. That means you got to go to one spot, then to another spot, and then back towards the home the home base. Now you, and, and, man, this road is dangerous, man. And these guys are these guys and girls are out here really putting in a lot of work. And yeah, you got some good, you got some bad, but it is a dangerous industry because I have noticed collisions right next to my truck as I passed uh, a few nights ago here in Texas. It got real cold, and on I-35 alone, a truck on this side, a truck jackknife on the northbound side of I-35, and the truck jackknife so bad it took up both sides of the. Oh, wow. And you wish and you hope these guys, you look at these calves when you get up to them, man, you hope everybody's safe. 
You hope the guy, the girl is alive. You just can't be sure. This is dangerous, man. That's a lot of weight to be messing around with. And it takes all of your attention. Like, the first time you asked me what was the most dangerous thing, it really is other people. Because you can't see at night. And you just got to be super careful. I really can't stress it enough. You just got to be super careful. Yeah, well, here's what I can tell you about going on the road. Just remember this. Just just remember this, Sheldon. Okay. Just remember this. <laughs> you just you just remember Miss V in this song. When you get your butt on that road. That way, you know, you, you can always it'll, it'll be motivation to come back. So I got listen. I got all kind of inspiration. I ain't going nowhere. I, I well, I that I already know, but I just knew that that was the song, so I figured, you know, right. I, I would I would reference right, okay. that song again. Now, when we get back, nineteen Sheldon, years, dude, nineteen years. Wow, congratulations, nowhere. man! Nineteen years—that's huge. All right, well, the ticket ninety-three point seven. We'll be right back with Sheldon Jackson, the captain. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co 